All right, this is Richie O. And Brian Black. And this is the Powerline Kids Podcast, and it is fucking... Oh, it's October 1st, 2019, and uh, let's get right the fuck into it. Um, it's been an interesting, what, I think like 48 hours since we both last posted something. Um, I, I'm going to try to get into a little bit of something, so Mr. Black is going to have to, you know, just be patient. I know that he's fucking biting at the chomp for fucking me to actually fucking say what's been going on, but I'm going to try to ease into it. Pretty much what I think I did a little while back, I think I opened up the gate to hell, and then I visited for like a little while, and then I left, but I forgot to close the gate, so just the devil's minions and every everything's just been released on fucking earth, and it just doesn't seem that I can just catch a break. I, I, and Mr. Black, have you been able to catch a break? I mean... I mean, you do have the wedding coming. I'm like, you have shit that you're looking forward to. Like, you have shit that, like, you literally are sitting there being like, all right, this bitch is fucking happening fucking every, ba- every day. But, you know what? I'm looking forward to fucking getting married. And I mean, we've been talking about that on almost every fucking podcast. I mean, it's an exciting time. I mean, when, when the wedding does come, though, do you think we're going to be talking about it? Like, are, you, are we going to, after you're married, are we going to be talking about, like, what you're doing, like, while you're married now? Like, is it going to be like, oh, well, it's our first week of being married. It's our second no, week. No, but it's funny because net you bring that up. I, I got home from work today, and, of course, the normal thing to do is you go check your mail. You know, because the mailman's already come because it's after 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah, do, do you find excitement in that? Like, like No, I never do because it's always usually, like, just shit. You got to remember, I'm not a person who likes to be a big deal made about me to begin with. So this thing is like, yeah, it's gonna, it's happening. Me and Mrs. Black really don't give a flying fuck. It's one of those deals. But now we're trying to make it so that we're, we're handling all the shit. And my, my family's actually stepped up and is, is helping out with a lot of stuff because um, uh, other things have gone the fucking way of the dodo. And, uh, I obviously don't want to be fucking embarrassed, you know. So uh, yeah, so I had a I had a call in the A team, you know. There you go. Fucking call in the A team. I had to call up the fucking guns from, you know, the big guns to fucking come give me a hand planning shit. But uh, no, it's it's funny because like today, my um, one of my cousins, Moose, is uh, he's going to be turning thirty in November, and. It's the first invitation I that we've gotten to go to an event, and it specifically said on it the future Mr. and Mrs. Brian Harrington. So, oh, look at that! No, it's all right. It, it's all right. It's it, I've said so, I've said my name fucking yeah. my last name a bunch of fucking times. So that just expect to now get like that stalker that like yeah. fucking. And by the way, it might not be a girl. It might be a fucking guy. Well, the funny thing is, I'm unlisted everywhere, so. Hey, they fucking find a way to find you. I know. They find a fucking way to well, find you. Well, the funny you. thing is, is if you actually look for me, I think we talked about this before, you actually try to find me or you actually, somebody does one of those internet searches to like pay for it, to look, look up people, people shit, you actually get flagged by the FBI. Gee, all right. Well, fucking, everyone start fucking looking up Mr. Black's mm-hmm. fucking name. 
Because yeah. I, I would just love to fucking see that. Just fucking mm-hmm. like now it's just a bunch of people getting fucking get, flagged. Getting fucking flagged with the... But because unless it's... Unless they're a business... But shouldn't you... Should you be talking about this? Like fucking... Well, I have... I have... Uh, clearance. Clearance, Clarence. Hmm. So... Roger, Roger. Mm-hmm. Stop calling me Shirley. Shirley can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. So, but but no, it's 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 getting excited. It's get you know what? It's getting more exciting as it's coming up. I mean, I've actually been sitting there fucking like day by day, thinking like I'm sitting next to you now, and then like in a month, you're gonna fucking thirty one days and twenty some hours, according to my DJ's website. But I do, I do like that. I mean, I remember when uh, Nikki. I remember when he was getting married. Uh, that was the best man at his wedding. It was fucking really exciting. I was actually counting the days. I mean, because the fucking kid, I was his fucking best man, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're going to fuck this up somehow. You were going to, and not doing the cliche thing, like, you know, like where you, like, lose the ring or, like, everything like that. But I was just like, you're going to fuck up the speech. You're going to fuck up something. Something's going to get fucked up to the point where, like, and this is the best part. This is the way that I was thinking of it, too. Now, it's his wedding, but I'm sitting there going, fuck. If I fuck up this best man fucking shit, all the other friends that aren't married yet, like they're gonna sit there being observing, being like, he's got, he's and definitely not, not, he's no, not no, gonna no, be my best no. man. Like they're gonna be no. sitting there during the wedding, like in the church, just being like, he's fucking up, so fuck, like just pass it along, like yeah. do not ask him to be your best, like we do not want. Fine, Nikki was the one that took the fucking one for the team, and was just like, all right, Richie, you want to be my best man? All right, let's see how it goes. That's what I was fucking nervous about, because you want to know something? Did, did you guys have to, like, put names in a hat, and Nikki had to pick them out, like, shake it up, pick them out? Or? I, I mean, not that I know of. Oh. Not that I know of. I mean, I did kind of fucking, like, ask Nikki, because we were getting, like, closer. And I remember, I mean, him, Mikey, uh, you know, fucking Fungool, Kramer, he was, like, the first, like, one of, like, my best friends to fucking get married. So as the wedding kept getting closer, like, there was no talk of, like, about the best man or anything like that. I think one night, like, I was just fucking sitting there. I just called him up because, like, he was talking about the wedding. I don't know if I pressured him into it, but I was just like, am I going to be your best man? Because, like, we were, but we were talking, but the way he was talking, he didn't ask me yet. But, like, he's asking me about, like, plans and, like, all this other shit. So I'm just figuring, all right, so I guess he's asking me about this because of this. So uh, are we making plans for anything? Like, you got anything in mind? Oh, and the fucking best part was, though. I don't know if I talked... To, I don't think I ever talked about the fucking... The, the bachelor party. I don't no, think... No, we've I, talked about it. Yeah, I don't think I ever talked about it on the fucking podcast. But uh, the one thing, once again, that I was really nervous about was the fucking bachelor party. Because me and Nikki... I mean, the way that we think is sort of alike. Like, the, like me and you. Like, mm-hmm. we could talk. Like, that shit, sort of shit. But Nikki's into a bunch of other stuff. I mean... He's definitely fucking, like, more just, like, out in the world than fucking I am. So I was just like, alright. I'm like... When I was the best man, I'm like, alright... We're going down to Atlantic City, all right? I can't fuck this up. I got to fucking figure out a fucking way. But the only problem was is I'm supposed to, like, set up the rooms for everyone to fucking sleep in. Well, the only problem was is I'm the type of guy. I don't have, like, a fucking... Well, I did have a credit card, but then some fucking person fucked me over with a credit card. So it was like, fuck it. I don't need a credit card. I'm like, I pay everything in fucking cash or whatever. I know it's good to have a fucking credit card for, like, emergency situations that builds up credit. But this... I was younger. All right, this was what, like fucking, I don't, this was years ago. And I was just like, a oh, fuck. So I'm make, trying to make the reservation for like the fucking hotel. They're like, you need a major. Do you have a major credit card set to Wait. reserve your room? 
and I don't think I ever told Nikki this. So, if, Nikki, if you are listening to this, this is the this is actually the way that it went down. So he had another friend. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but he helped me out because. But this is the way that it went down. So I'm sitting there as as the best man. I'm like, all right. I got to book that. Now, I had everything else already planned. It was booking the fucking rooms. That was the only fucking problem. Now, everyone's paying. We're all throwing in for fucking Nikki and everything like that. And I call up the hotel that Nikki wants to stay at. So I call up. I'm like, listen, I need two rooms, you know, the door connecting. Two adjoining rooms. Two, yes, two adjoining rooms and everything like that. And she was like, oh, do you want this? Do you want that? And, you know, if you get this deal and everything like that, we could do like the, you get like a, I think one free room service. I'm like, yeah, that fucking sounds great. We'll come home at fucking like three o'clock in the morning, fucking after going to the bars. We'll just order fucking room service. You get one free fucking thing. I think it was like four meals or whatever the fuck it was. That's perfect. So then the conversation continues and she goes, okay, everything's set. Um, You're going to be on like the fifth or sixth floor or seventh floor, wherever the fuck it was. I just need a major credit card. And I literally said to her, I'm like, can I just give you cash? And she kind of paused for a moment, and I kind of pictured the fucking woman, like, putting me on mute and, like, laughing at the other person. He was, you, you don't believe this motherfucker actually wants to fucking pay in cash. <laughs> and then I... Over the phone. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm sitting there going, I'm thinking, I'm like, she's fucking definitely sitting, because she, like, I didn't hear... You hear the music in the background. As she's talking, and then she definitely put me on mute. So then I kind of hear her come back on. It kind of sounds like she was laughing. Like she was like, oh, hi, sir. <laughs> and I'm just going, all right. I'm like, so I don't have a major. I'm like, I don't believe it. I, I actually went from booking Nikki's fucking room to explaining to a complete stranger over the phone why I don't believe in credit cards for like 10 minutes. I was just like, listen, all right. So and then I told her like the back. I had to tell her the backstory because everyone knows I have to tell everything in detail. I have to fucking continually talk until you get my fucking point across before you get a chance to talk again. So I'm sitting there. I'm just like, listen, this is why I don't have a credit card. So I told her the backstory, and then pretty much I was just like, and this is why I only pay in cash or like with a debit card. And then she kind of stopped me. She was like, well, you have a debit card. I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, you could put everything on the debit card. We'll take it out. And your friends are all going to give you cash. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. I'm like, so I'll, I'll do that, uh, you know, when I'm at the desk. She's like, no, 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 you need to put it on file now. I'm like, well, I'm like, there's like fucking 10 of us. I'm like, in the rooms, I forgot how much it was, but fucking, I didn't have that money at that time. I'm like, so wait, you're going to take it out? She's like, yeah. She's like, but when you get the cash, whatever, she's like, you just put it back. She's like trying to fucking convince me that this is a good idea. I'm like, whoa, no, 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 listen. I'm like, this is like fucking like a month away. I'm like, I can't have you taking this shit out now. I'm like, I got bills to fucking pay. I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, well, no, no, we could keep the card on file. And then I got into the other thing. I'm like, why? So if one of us fucks something up, and then I went into that whole spiel, and she goes, okay, sir, um, are you telling, is this going to be a rowdy party? And I was just like, no. I'm like, we're all cool. And she goes, all right, Mr. O'Connell, I've heard that before that, um, She's like, can you just, how many people are, because now don't forget, it's two full beds. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I let myself slip. Mm. Now she thinks that it's a small fucking, the beginning of the conversation was two full beds. Then I let it fucking slip being like, yeah, there's going to be like 16 of us. Like, there's going to be like 20 of us there. <laughs> so now she's going. Do you wh- need extra beds for the rooms? Wait, she, she was like, well, there's a capacity for when you book a room and she's like you're telling me that there's going to be more because it's full bed so that's two people to each bed right okay so that's 
four people per room. Eight people total. You're doubling it. <laughs> so pretty much I'm sitting there, and now I'm starting to backpedal. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm other people in the hotel, like our other friends got other rooms. I'm like, I'm just saying, like, you know, like they're going to be in the room. And I can immediately fucking tell this woman is just sitting you fucking bullshitter. Like most smart people call in and just be like, yeah, it's only going to be like four people. That's why we need four full beds. It's going to be four grown men. No, I had to sit there and be like, so you mean to tell us a bunch of us are going to be in there and fucking, what if someone fucks something up? And she's like, is this going to be a problem? And I was just like, all right. I'll call back. So wait, so I fucking had to do the thing. I was just like, fuck. And then I actually did the thing. I was like, maybe I should get a credit card again. Maybe I should fucking just bow down, fucking get a credit card again. You know, fucking with the smallest limit. I'll never fucking use the thing just to fucking do this. We have a card available at the Bellagio (laughs) with 100% interest. Then, once again, it's Nikki's wedding, but I'm fucking sitting there going, fuck that. I'm not getting a fucking credit card. I'm not getting a credit card. We're going to pay in cash. There's, I'm going to make this work somehow. I always have to fucking try to make something fucking work. And you know that about me. I always, if there's a fucking problem, I got to try a little bit to fucking make something fucking work. So I call up Nikki's other friend. Well, my friend too, but it was he went to college with a guy. I'm just like, ah, you know, Pete, Sam, whatever the fuck. I can't say your fucking name, but uh, whatever. I was just like, listen, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, they want a major credit card, but I'm like t- trying to tell them, I'm like, I don't think we need it. I'm like, so what I need you to do is call them up, and he was just like, dude, dude, I got a fucking credit card. He's like, let's just put on my credit card. He's like, everyone will give me the cash. And I was sitting there, and I was biting, I was cringing, and I'm just like, no, dude, you're not fucking listening. I'm like, we can do this. I'm like, we can fucking haggle these fucking people, and he's like, Richie, it's fucking Atlantic City. It's fucking Atlantic City. He's like, you can't haggle fucking Atlantic City. I'm sitting there going, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can fuck. And then I went into the story with him. I'm going, this bitch tried to tell me that I can't fucking give cash. And he's just like, all right, you're getting out of control. He's like, well, just put it on my card. All right. And then fucking everyone will just, when we all get there, we'll just give the cash. All right. Dial it back a little bit. So it's like, all right. So we fucking did that. So then, all right, so now, you know, month passes, whatever, and now we're, we, we, I pick up Nikki, I pick up uh, his brother-in-law, and Mikey, all right, this is my Volkswagen GTI, fucking small little hatchback, and we're fucking driving down to AC, and we're sitting there, we're fucking listening to songs, fucking just being like, oh, it's going to be a great fucking weekend, great fucking bachelor party, everything like that, I thought it was going to be fucking awesome, I had everything planned, and I even did the fucking thing to see, like, I'm not into, like, this, I, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm sorry, Guys that are listening or fucking weird girls that are listening. I don't go to strip clubs. I don't really fucking like strippers or like all that other shit. But other people do. Most of the other fucking male population does. Do you? Nope. Okay. Some of you, Mr. Black, are in agreement on that. And I don't know if it's because of the way that... I don't I don't actually don't know why it is. But I, I don't know. It just doesn't appetize me at all. Anyway. But I had plans. I was just like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'll talk to everyone else. See what they want to fucking do. So we get to Atlantic City, we fucking do the valet thing, guy brings up our bags, everything's cool, we're walking up to the room, high-fiving, ah, yeah, fucking bachelor party fucking weekend, and uh, we're getting ready, everyone, sh- it's a fucking cliche fucking bachelor fucking party weekend. Now, I don't know if Mrs. O'Rourke, T, is listening to this, but she's gotta love this fucking story, because nothing really fucking happened, and here's why, and I've never told this story before. So the night starts out, what do we do? We go down to the casino. 
it, everyone's fucking heard this story before. You go down to the casino for pre-game. It. Yeah, pre-game, everything like that. Free drinks every time you play. Excuse me, I need to take a sip. And uh, you know we're fucking sitting there, and you got to picture this. It's it's a bunch of us. We're all dressed nice, and that, that, I, the movie shit, the shit that you always fucking say. But the thing is, Nikki is not a big drinker. Not, I mean, at least like, I mean, Nikki used to do like the, uh, the choice like fucking like, imported beers. Like you know, we we actually did enjoy that. Me and Nikki fucking were like that. Like, we would get like beers that like you've never fucking heard of. My ex one time got me this year fucking special, to where beers would be fucking delivered to my door that were sold nowhere else. But oh, they the, were like the international beer of the month. Oh my, yeah. And that was fucking Beers great. of the world, I think. Is yeah, called. he would fucking come over and we would literally just sit there. It didn't even need to be like the whole fucking box. We would literally just sit there and maybe drink like, I think I got like, tw- uh, not 12. I think I got like 20. And we would just sit there and just pick out this one and that one. Just be like, oh, this has this taste or whatever. Like, kind of like wine drinkers, except it was beer. All right, so he's not a big drinker. Let me get back to that. So... You know, the night's going. Everything's going good. You know, people are winning money. People are losing money. You got you got certain parts of the group that are going off playing, you know, roulette, fucking craps, fucking poker. And most of us weren't even down there yet. There were still people on their fucking way down. So, the night starts getting darker. And we're like, all right. By the way, you just blew that whole fucking cloud of smoke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking up to, to see because there's a... Mr. Black literally took a pull of a cigarette and was looking at his phone and literally just blew a cloud of smoke. Yeah, there's the International Beer Club. I they're do like that original, club. They say they're the original, you know, monthly beer... We should make that club. a sponsor. <laughs> international Beer Club. Hey, we love the International Beer Club. Let's rock and roll it. So, getting back to the story. Um, the night starts coming. So now people... Start coming more. There are a couple more friends start joining the group and everything. So now, once again, it's a big. Now it's the end of the end of the pregame, and now we're all together. And it's like, all right, what are we doing? It's all right. Well, I came up with this idea. We could go here, go here. Where do you think we should go? And then people start fucking doing doing their input and be like, all right, well, if we hit this one, see, like I was a big like Harris person. Um, I did know Borgata like a lot. Um, like showboat because I went to a lot of shows there and everything like that. Yeah, but, but you want to figure out where you walk but, to. Yeah, but then the other people were just like, "All right, well, you like that place, but you like this place. <laughs> but if we hit this place, then we could just go to this place." So now, now the fucking strategic thing is starting to fucking come in. I'm like, "This is gonna be a great fucking night." It's a planning session. We're all fucking working together. Like everyone's sitting there being like, "All right, you like that place? Fine. We'll go there for fucking a half hour, and then we'll fucking leave there, and we'll go here." Everything. It's like if the UN actually worked. Everything seemed like it was fucking going absolutely fucking according to fucking plan. So we go to the first place. I forgot what the fuck it was called. And I didn't forget what it was called only because of the chaos. Um, not because I was drinking. Because I, me, as the best man, I was just like, I got to take care of Nikki. You know, like, that's my job. So, like, I got to fucking cool down and just make sure he has a good time and still be able to fucking worry about him. So, the reason why I can't remember the first place is because it was the only place that we went to. Only place, I mean, everyone else went other places, but me being the best man, I was taking care of my best man. So we get to this place, and Buffers, okay, he was one of the ones that came late. He came down with Kramer. 
So we get to this place. Nikki already had a few drinks, you know, on the floor. Nothing big, nothing spectacular. And I'm not making fun of him. He's just not a fucking drinker. So we get to the fucking first place. It was fucking popping. It was fucking nice, you know. There was a lot of people in there. Fucking, you know, everyone going, oh, big group. What is a bachelor party? Yeah, yeah, fucking bachelor party. We got some free drinks. But Buffer's sitting there. So we first got there. I'm sorry. Let me let me exclude him for a second. When we first got there, of course, we did the round of shots. Everyone needs fucking, oh, yeah, fucking Nikki's. This is your last night of fucking whatever. Um, it's your last night as a single man. I mean, you know. It, uh, it, to me, that fucking thing is so fucking stupid. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Like, you're in a relationship. You've been in a relationship for X amount of months, years. You know, with him it was years. Yeah. So, so whatever. So we do we do the fucking the salute and fucking everything like that. And then immediately after that, a couple of us that are real drinkers, you know, all right, let's get another shot. Let's do another drink. Nick is like, I'm gonna take another one. All right, cool down, dude. Cool down. You don't drink. I mean, we've taken shots of Jameson. Like the big fucking shots of fucking Jameson. All right, cool it down. I'm trying to tell him. Then Buffers fucking comes over. Now, this is a fucking kid. He's a drinker. I mean, he doesn't drink like all the time, but he can drink. Eh, come on. It's a, it's a bachelor. He can fuck. Don't fucking tell him he can't fucking drink. Don't fucking tell him he can't fucking drink. I literally bring him over like the side. I'm like, dude, I'm like, he's not a fucking heavy drinker. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, you can't fucking... I'm like, yeah, he's fucking excited that it's a... Dude, it was like fucking 1030. I'm like, dude, I'm like, just fucking... I'm like, he doesn't drink like fucking we do. I'm like, fucking relax. Eh, fuck you. I fuck... No, he can fucking do this. I'm like, Pat, just fucking stop. Just fucking stop. Everything will be cool. So I do the thing where I go back... Fine, he doesn't take a shot. Now I start doing the rounds with like a couple other people. You know, we're just walking around being like, ah, this place is kind of cool, but maybe we can go to that other place that you were talking about. You know, I'm just walking around, fucking feeling the place out. I, I, and then from a fucking cross the room with all the disco lights going on, what do I see? Buffer standing next to Nikki. Fucking sitting there, fucking laughing. And I fucking think I see another shot being taken. I'm like, fuck! I gotta get to the other side of this fucking bar right fucking now. I'm like trying to like get through like a fucking crowd of people. I gotta make a beeline. I gotta get to my man. Like fucking like girls are sitting there being like, oh my god, he's coming to dance with me. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm trying to get to the fucking bar to stop my fucking friend from fucking drinking. So I'm fucking trying to get across the fucking dance floor. And I remember I was wearing one pair of Italian shoes that I fucking had with my suit. And I remember the dance floor. I don't know if someone spilled the fucking drink or they threw up or whatever the fuck it was. I remember like going to like or I almost themselves. I almost go to like slip and I ended up slapping some fucking guy in like the back of the head like I'm like I fucked up his whole hair like fuck I just slapped him on the back and he did the thing like where he turned around he's like oh, what the fuck what the fuck blah 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 and I'm like sorry dude I'm like fuck it I think someone threw up over here and then the thing was he's yelling at me but then I went into this mode I'm trying to get to Nikki but I went to this fucking mode where I was just like fuck, I just stepped in something. It's fucking stick. I'm like, my shoes are fucking... De- I think my shoes are destroyed. This guy's yelling at me. And now I'm sitting here just going, I, I think I fucked up my shoes. Now this is fucking up like my whole night right now. I'm- I had to snap out of it and fucking go, wait a second. What the fuck were you doing? Oh yeah, that's right. You got to get to Nikki. So the guy's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm like walking away from him. He's like, yeah, fuck you too. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. Go, go fucking... I'll put another eight ounces of hairspray in your hair and yeah, some just fucking go, go fuck off. promenade. So I go back to the bar, and Nikki, I could admit, he has this, he has, he has a drunk smile. He has this thing, like, where 
when he's drunk and he just he's constantly smiling and he's, it's a nice smile i have to say it's a nice smile all right but all of his teeth are just show like that's how i know like when he's just like hey richie just smiling and i look at buffers and i was just like did you fucking give him another shot and he's like oh what are you his fucking father blah 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 and everything like that i'm like dude i'm like once again he doesn't fucking drink like we do now, no one else knows this, so now one of our other friends goes, it's time for another round of shots. Oh. And I'm going, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, 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 we're good. Nikki now is at the point where he's just like, no, I can do another one. I'm like, all right, you know what, dude? All right. And now the music's going. I'm like, if you want to take another one, go ahead and fucking take another one. I'll join the crowd. Takes another one. And then he got Buffer sitting there going, yeah, that's my man. Oh, fucking whatever the fuck he was saying. Five minutes later, Nikki looks at me and he goes, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, fuck. fuck. I order, I could see it in his face. This is how well I knew him. And, Going down, coming up. And all my best friends. Like, I know, like, facial, I know little winks. I know fucking crinkles in the face when something bad is about to happen. And he just looked at me and he was just like, I need to go to the bathroom. It wasn't even that he was slurring, because drunk people slur. But just the way that his face, like, cringed up, he's just like, I need to go to the bathroom. I'm just like, fuck, the night is over. The fucking night is fucking over. That's it. We're fucking done. Follow him to the bathroom. We walk in, and it was a really fucking nice bathroom and everything. It was, like, fucking modern, fucking black on gray. It was just marble every fucking where. It just, it was an upscale fucking bathroom. Ooh, and right away, everywhere. And right away, he goes into the stall, and all I hear is just a splat. And I'm just like, fuck. Now I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I know Nikki this well. I'm like, when he fucking throws up, I'm like, his night is pretty much done. There's only two ways to solve this. Like, we, we have to get it all out, and then we need to, like, go outside and fucking, like, I don't know, walk around, blah, 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 etc. So I'm sitting there outside the stall, and you got the fucking one guy, you know, that the bathroom attendant, he comes, hey, is he all right in there? Like, dude, you fucking probably see this every night. Like, fucking, that's your one line. Like, get him a fucking cup of water. Like, do your fucking bathroom. Like, I don't want the mints. I don't need to spray cologne. Just please go, even if you have to fill up the fucking sink water, just fucking get, can you get me a glass of water? Well, I don't do that. I'm like, then you're useless. Get the fuck away from me. Yes, he's throwing up. So, Nikki finishes, comes out. He's has that smile on. So, he's like, let's go have a great time. We walk back out. Buffer's sitting there. Did you get it all up? Yeah, he got it all up, everything like that. All right, it's time for another shot. I'm like, fucking stop. Fucking stop. That's it. We're fucking done. What does he do? Takes another fucking shot. Doesn't throw it up this time. Keeps it down. And now I'm just like, all right, we all got to fucking leave. This place, I, we got to go outside. It was right by the boardwalk. It was right by the... So we literally walked out. We were right on the boardwalk. So we get out, and Nikki's fucking walking around. I fucking love him to death, you know? And he's sitting there, he's being a good sport and everything like that. And I, we got like a limo, I think, to another place, but we didn't. I think we got to the place, but then I literally looked at Nikki. I'm like, you want to go back to the hotel room, don't you? You fucking... It was like 11 o'clock, or like 11.30. I'm like, you definitely want... I'm like whispering, I'm like, you definitely... I'm like, you need to go back to the hotel room. He's like, yeah, I need to go back. I'm like, do you realize how pissed off everyone else is going to be? I'm like, this is your fucking bachelor. I'm like, we planned on staying awake until like 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, you're bowing out. I, I need to go to sleep. I'm like, motherfucker. Okay. And I was just like, all right. I think we got a limo there for like the 16 of us. And it was just me and him that just fucking went back. I was just like, all right, guys. You guys go do your shit. And everyone's looking at me. They're like, 
you're the best man. Is there still a party? Like afterwards, you're going to bring him home? I'm like, he's the fucking best man. And then I started thinking the asshole thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing anything without him. I'm like, fucking, you know, like if you guys want to fucking go, I'm like, the whole point we're down here is for him. I'm like, if he's going back home to fucking sleep or fucking watch TV, I'm like, that's where I'm fucking going and that's what I'm fucking doing. And a couple of them got pissed off. They're like, so this is a bachelor party? I'm like, well, thank this motherfucker over here and all you guys for fucking getting him drunk fucking an hour into the fucking party. Like, I fucking said it. He's not a fucking big drinker. Me and Nikki go back, get to the hotel room, spends at least a half hour, or not even, maybe I'll give him credit. It wasn't a half hour. He spends some time in the bathroom, getting the rest of the shit up, clean him up, goes right into fucking bed, passes the fuck out. And now I'm just sitting there watching, like, the fucking TV, like, with a, thank oh, you for staying with us. Thank you for, for being, booking with us. I'm, like, trying to find games, like, on the fucking TV. There's got to be something to do here. So, wait, so now, it, I think, like, an hour passed by, and I start drinking, like, the booze that, like, we bought there. And I'm just sitting there, like, looking out the fucking window, going, like, I could be doing this at home. I'm sitting here drinking booze in a fucking hotel room at a bachelor party. Nikki's fucking, and I wish I had a great time, though. I really did have a great time, because the funny stories that came from it was now that we're sitting in the room, people started, all the friends started to be like, well, where the fuck is Richie and Nikki? So now they all start to come, like, singly, like, into the room. Back like, the room. Oh, this is where you are? Oh, yo, this is where we think. Oh, I'm going back down to the table. I'm doing this. Let's go here. What about strippers? And I'm just going, guys, just fucking go. So pretty much, like, there was a big group that came in, like, later on. They're like, all right, so we, if we're not going to party somewhere else with them, let's bring the party to him. I'm like... Go look in the other fucking room. Now, we're in the adjoined room. He's in the other room by himself. Fucking passed sleeping, out. Passed out. I'm like, fine. You want to fucking do something? You want to bring the party to him? I'm like, go fucking wake him up then. I'm like, because I've been trying for the last half hour. He's fucking knocked the fuck out. Everyone's sitting there putting on their fucking sad faces. I'm like, listen. I'm like, you guys want to fucking go do something? I'm like, fine. I'm like, you don't fucking need me. Fucking, you want to go play fucking craps, poker, whatever. So everyone's just like, all right. Now it's starting to get like a bummed out fucking like bachelor party. And I'm just sitting there, and now the best part was, Buffers comes walking in. He's holding like a sandwich or fucking something like that. He's like eat, he's like chewing on it, and he, ah, this is where you are. I'm like, yeah, you fucking asshole. I'm like, I'm here because of fucking you. And he's like, why? What the fuck did I do? I'm like, I fucking told you you couldn't fucking drink. His response was, if he couldn't drink, he shouldn't be drinking. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Hey, I'm not his father, neither are you. He's had a good time, though. Look at him. And then he, like, walked into the doorway where the adjoining rooms were. And he's still eating the sandwich. He's, like, fucking chewing on it. And he goes, look at him. He's sleeping like a baby. I'm like, Pat, it's fucking 1230 at fucking night. We planned on being up until, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, you fucking killed him. Ah, no, I didn't. You're a fucking bitch. You're a pussy. I'm like, Pat, I'm the one still fucking awake fucking yelling at you. He's like, you know what? Finished the rest of his sandwich. He, like, licked his fingers. He was just like, you know what? I don't need to take this. I'm going back downstairs. He's like, I'm going to play some whatever the fuck it was. I'm going to play the slots. Walks out of the room. I'm all fucking pissed off. Opens up the door, sticks his head. He goes, so you coming down with me to start drinking some more? I'm like, I can't fucking leave him. He goes, where's he going? He's fucking passed out. Now, the part of me was just like, he's got a point. He's got a fucking point. He's fucking passed out. Maybe I can fucking go downstairs and fucking get a couple more drinks. And the part of me... That thought that was just like, yeah, fucking let's go. Fucking went downstairs, fucking played a couple fucking roulette games. I did play craps. I'm not, I'm never lose at craps, but I'm not good at it. Uh, I played a couple Texas Hold'em tables, came back up. Anyone, 
want to know something? Nikki was in the same fucking spot. Same spot. Didn't budge. Didn't fucking move. The end of the night ended up being like everyone was just like, oh, so we getting like, and then you know you had that dr- the drunk guys sitting around going, we getting strippers? There's strippers coming sh- there, and I actually did look like a service or whatever that would have like strippers come to the fucking room just in case, you know, blah blah blah. I had to do, I had to think of everything, and I was just like, oh yeah, you know, blah blah. blah. But then I was sitting there, and I was just like, what the fuck is the point, like, of paying for all of this, and he's fucking passed out and blah blah blah. So anyway. Uh, he wouldn't, I, I don't think, I don't know if he would have fucking liked it, but uh, you know, bottom line is that, uh, yeah, that fucking bachelor party, I mean, I think I could have done better, and like I said, with coming up, the whole point is, is I asked Brian, like, is he getting, you know, is everything going to be the same, getting excited and everything like that, so that's why I trailed off, that was just a story that I had, where I don't think anyone's going to pick me to be the fucking best man. <laughs> Anybody who's not a hardcore drinker. Like, seriously, just being like, I literally pictured every single person in the group being like, yeah, Richie was the best man. That was the worst fucking bachelor party I've ever fucking been to. But it wasn't my fault. I could see if the bachelor was fucking awake the whole time. And, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, so we're going to uh, the $5 buffet um, from 7 to 9. Like, we went to a nice restaurant. We fucking ate, everything like that. But um, he fucking passed out. He fucking, after one place that we fucking went to, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's just not a fucking big fucking drinker. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's the way shit goes. Open, open, a, t- open a tab up at the bar. Groom's out by fucking four drinks in. Oh, my gosh. I think I even remember the bartender sitting there being like, are you the, are you the groom's person? Or, like, he, like, asked a bunch of people because Nikki was, like, dead. And I'm just like, no, that's the groom. He's just like, you guys have only been here for like fucking 25 minutes. And I'm sitting there like fucking laughing. I'm just like, ah, what the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So. But I did hear that Nikki did go, um, you know, he had, a, I think he got, he went on like vacation, wherever the fuck it was. And like he went golfing or whatever the fuck it was. I think that, you know what, I think that might have been a better fucking bachelor party. Like if we all went golfing or something like that. Because a fucking cliche, I mean, not that, not that there's anything wrong with that. But Nikki's like, likes, really fucking likes golf. I think I might have went towards that fucking thing. You know, like a bachelor party fucking like. Driving range and fucking. I don't know, something. Like a beer. Because I remember when we were driving home from AC, I was just like, this was just like an average fucking night. Yeah. You know, like the one friend passes out before everyone else happens to be the groomsman. Happens to be the groom. The groom, I mean, sorry. And, you know, like, it just, it felt, I mean, we did have fun, though. Like, we woke up the next day, we got breakfast, everyone was fucking laughing. We had a couple friends that were, like, doing stupid shit, like, in the hotel, like, fucking, like, taking people's, like, fucking room service that was, like, left outside the door and shit like that. <laughs> yes, it looks pretty good. We actually, yes, we did do that. We did, because I actually did go back out, I think it was like 3.30 in the morning, and my one friend, Teron, he was just like, dude, I'm not tired. I'm like, neither am I. We fucking went out, we went back down to the floor, I played some poker with them, and then uh, on the way back, yeah, there was a, a lot of room service that was coming up, they were leaving the carts outside the door, and we literally just lifting up the fucking tins and just fucking taking bites out of the fucking sandwiches. <laughs> I Look, think this one's cut into force. We'll take a piece. They won't even notice. Dude, we were just like walking down like here's a handful of fucking fries. Yeah. You know, and I think he took like the one cup of ketchup. Like we took a handful. Oh, we yes, we did. We both took it each a handful of fries from like one plate. And then we started walking and we were eating the fries. 
And Tyrone was just like, I think this needs ketchup. And I'm just like, we don't have any fucking ketchup. We we're both trash. And he's just like, we have no ketchup. And he fucking walked back, and there was that little fucking cup, little of, fucking, cup of ketchup. And he just lifted it up. He's like, now we got ketchup. And we just walking down the fucking hallway. I think the door opened like fucking two minutes later, and the person's like, what the fuck happened to all my food? But, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the bachelor party story. Um, that I never fucking said. I don't think I ever fucking said it. I mean, I've talked about it, but yeah, we've talked it. about it. We were laughing about it one night, and no, but uh, yeah, I told her yesterday. I don't want fucking anything. Uh, now, Mrs. Black, she's having a bachelorette party. They're going to the city. I, they're going to like she wants to go. It's funny because everybody said she's a little morbid for wanting to go there, but she wants to go to the September 11th memorial for a bachelorette party. Well, as part of it. Oh, like the you tour. Know, you know, she like wants to go to the, the museum and everything, and then. I think they're going to go to the, like, the Museum of Sex. And uh, I was joking and saying that. Um, I was like, when are you guys going? Because maybe we'll run into you because we're planning a trip to New York. So, but I don't know when what night they're going. I know they're going on a Saturday night. I don't know when they're going. Um, I haven't gotten into those details yet. Because, um, you know, of course, one of us has to stay home and watch the dog. Jesus Christ. So. You ever notice that, like... Uh, I, that's the one thing that like everyone always a good transition everything uh, everyone always told me like when I got like a new place or something like that like I always had a fucking dog even my family well actually not a lot of my family my gramps was a lot of a lot of that fucking feedback just like why are you getting a dog you're fucking young I don't know you know, my mechanic alright you know he, why, are you, why are you getting a fucking dog you can't fucking do anything when you got a dog you gotta fucking go out and then you gotta fucking make sure that you're home by a fucking certain time while everyone else is still out fucking partying like why do you need a dog just fucking get your own place fucking be single and fucking just do what you gotta do like you need a fucking dog I'm just like yeah actually I do need a fucking dog I'm sorry I need a fucking dog I don't know what the fuck it is I, 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 I just need I need to come home to that fucking thing where no matter and a lot of people make these jokes. I'm giving all these people credit for it, but I need that. I need that whole day of fucking failing at every fucking thing I do to just come home to a dog and just wagging, be like... Wagging its tail and fucking wanting to fucking... And just be like, I don't give a shit what you did today. Unconditional love. And even if she's not... Or he. He or she. Even if it's not hungry, they're just fucking happy to fucking see you. Mm-hmm. They're not expecting a treat or fucking anything like that. They're just sitting there going, okay, it looks like... I mean, this is now the way I picture a dog's head. Like, ah, it's pretty dark out. It kind of looks like 11.30, 12 o'clock. He should be coming home soon. And then they're waiting by the door. And I'm just looking for that look to where it's just like I come home no matter what fucking mood I'm in. And it's just like, all right, listen, dude. I know that you failed all day today, but I'm here for you. I got you. I got this. All right, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to twirl around. I'm going to try to chase my tail. I'm going to make you smile a little bit. I know you might sit there and be like, cut that shit out or fucking just go away from me. right? But I know that you're only joking. I know that you're pissed off. So what I'll do next is I will walk in front of you as we're walking to the bedroom and I'll keep looking back going like, yeah, this is where we're going. I'll hop up onto the bed, fucking lay down and I'll do that thing where I crank my neck a little bit to the left like, oh yeah, we going to bed now. Do that cute little thing to where you're going to kneel down and you're going to be like, you know what? I fucking love you, dog. I fucking love you. Thank you so much for doing that little side head fucking thing where you're like licking your chops a little bit. Maybe you'll turn around and lick your asshole for like a second. And then I'll be like, stop that. And you'll be like, oh, this means that he's paying attention to me. 
You know? Like, and then she'll, like, crawl up and do the cuddling thing or he, whatever the fuck kind of dog you got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, that's why I fucking hate cats. I fucking can't stand fucking cats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't fucking stand cats. The whole thing, and, and even the theory behind it, which I don't get. I don't get owning a cat because every cat owner says, well, I own a cat. I could just leave it and it does its own thing. It shits in a box in the fucking house. Oh, don't worry. I got that new non-odor fucking scent. I'm sorry with the people that have cats, okay? I'm not saying I want them all to die. I'm just saying I don't want a cat. But the thing is, it's just like the mindset of the people that have the cats. Like, I, I really think that you might be sociopaths. I really think. I mean, because the fact that you get to sit there and be like, I own a pet. By the sense of you saying, I own a pet. Think about that sentence. I own a pet. So you own it. But then the cat owner sits there and goes, but the cat does whatever it wants. I don't need to worry about it. It fucking, it'll be it, under the bed. Where's, <clears throat> where's fucking Oreo today? I don't know. I haven't seen her all day. She goes and does her own thing. What the fuck is the point of having a pet? If the fucking cat is pretty much doing whatever the fuck it wants, and then you like to sit there, you look at the couch, be like, what happened there? Oh, that was fucking Oreo. You know, Janita's scratching post. I need to get a new one because she's bored of the old one. Like, what the fuck? Like, ripping up your shit. And then on top of that, fucking, I'm sorry. I have not distinguished, and I was told this. Mr. Black, you tell me if you've heard this before. Supposedly, I said before, you can distinguish the odor of a cat owner. You can distinguish, like, and it's not like, you could just tell, like, if someone has cats. They have that, like, that smell, like a cat owner. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, the ammonia odor. Yeah, but then certain people say, like, oh, well, I can tell you have a dog. I'm like, no, you can't. No, you can't. You definitely can't tell that I have a dog. Because I literally went without a dog for, I think, like, six or seven months. And I brought up the argument. I'm like, eh, I showed you pictures of fucking Zero, but he's dead. I've been without a dog for, like, four months now. So your fucking whole theory is fucking shot. But then I get the whole thing, but I could tell you had a dog. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You you fucking with your fucking wizardry and fucking you. Oh, now you could smell my your dog mysticism. on me. What are you, part cat? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. But if you notice, the cat owners, especially the older ones, when they die, the fucking cats eat them. Where the fuck does this come from? That never fucking happens with a dog. Very true. The dog will sit there and I'll pretty much die with and you, die with you, or pout, or try to, you know, or try to do something, get something, get attention. But the cats, the minute they get hungry, there's no food in that dish. They look for the first soft thing they can get. And I, uh, Mrs. Black, used to be a security guard. She used to walk in on that stuff. Oh my gosh! Yeah, where she she walk in on a person who had like five or six cats, and people would literally be sitting there. You know, where the, the toes would be gnawed off, the fingers would be gnawed off because they dropped dead in their kitchen in like the middle of the night. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. But you have, but you have. Did you she know, take pictures? No, she couldn't take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> she would have. She's, she's that kind of person. She'd have been snapping them away. Oh, look at this dead body. Great. She'd like come home from work and you'd be like, babe, how was work? You got to check you out this picture. You got to see this they, picture. They got almost up to the ankle. They got her to the elbow. Oh my fucking God. Get a good one. I don't know. I, I don't understand cat owner. And, and you want to know something? And it's not the fact that I'm fucking knocking. I'm not saying this to fucking knock cat owners. Or am I? I think I might be. 
They might be like saying. No, but cat owners, but cat owners will replace a cat within two to three weeks of a cat passing away. Where dog owners, we need time. We need time. You know, and it's it's sad because like when it, especially if the if the woman or guy has like fucking twelve fucking cats, yeah, it's just like oh well, the fucking well this one was a rescue and this one was at my door and it didn't have a collar on it. So after feeding it for two weeks, I just let it in the house. And then after I let him in the house or her in the house, like three others followed. And now I have, you know, it's it's the, the old pun of the crazy cat person. Oh, my you God. Know? But dog owners aren't, aren't like that. I mean, yeah, people In have, our opinion. In I, our I mean, opinion, yeah. People aren't like that with dogs. I mean, they don't just sit there. and People do hoard animals. Don't get me wrong. I've seen plenty of places where... My dog, actually, my my dog, Riley, she's a rescue. She was actually rescued from a, a place, the guy was supposedly a rescue for Pipples. For for uh, Pipple, and when they uh, got the call about her and her sister, the, the people that actually did rescue her, they said, oh no, somebody from your organization was here. And they're like, we don't have anybody that lives in that area. And they, because they're so... Um, they're always going down there for the pit bull rescues in Camden. The people said, wait, he's not part of your program? And they're like, no, we don't even know who this person is. They got, uh, they went with the ASPCA to the guy's house. When they got there, the guy had 25 dogs. Jesus fucking Christ. Because That's what a he lot was of doing dogs. was, he was going to the shelters every week. And the minute people would surrender them or they would bring them in, they were getting them in illegally, the shelters would take them. He would go and say, oh, I'm with, he would look up the rescues on the internet. Oh, I'm with this rescue this week. And I like this he guy. would get a dog and he would get the dog. Well, what he was doing is he was selling them to the guys in Philadelphia and Camden who were training them to fight. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, never mind. I don't- luckily... When they got Riley and her sister, because they were so young, um, he didn't, she was very, like, attached. So, like, when she was with around other people, she loved the attention, because he didn't give it to her. So, like, her and her sister were in a corner with all these other dogs that were there, and they had to, like, fight for the food, fight for the water. So, it's taken me a, a couple of years to break her from, like... She would guzzle her water. Like, I'd fill up her water dish, she would guzzle it, and then two minutes later, she'd look at me and then throw up. Because she was just drinking it so fast, because that's what she had to do in order to get the food and water. And now forget about it. She's like fucking spoiled rotten. So Hey, that's a fucking good awesome. thing. That, that is fucking awesome. You know, I love spoiling Before fucking I left, left fucking tonight, I, I turned around and I, I, you know, I, was, I was rubbing her belly and fucking petting her head, and then I gave her a cookie and... Told her, all right, I'll be back in a little while, behave, watch the house. Anybody that comes in it, you don't know, rip their throat out. So, Wait, wait, what the fuck? Oh, my God, what the fuck was the dog name, dog's name in Stand By Me? Chomper? Wait, no, what the fuck? We're sick balls. Sick balls! Oh, what um, the fuck was the fucking name of the here. fucking dog? I don't know why that... Chomper's sick balls. And, like, they hear the narrator, like, going, yeah. like... That was like our worst fear was hearing that. And then like the dog was so cute, like fucking sitting there at the gate. It's like, hey, choppy, whatever the fuck is, sick balls. But um, yeah, I loved, uh, I love a spoiled dog. I really fucking do. 
I really love walking in. I mean, you know, like my dog, like fucking like, yeah, like I, I, I did the dog training shit and everything like that. So Eris, you know, she's fucking, she's trained to, uh, you know, the way that I fucking, every owner is fucking different. They, you train the fucking dog the way that you are and everything like that. So I'll come in and she'll fucking be doing the thing. Whatever. Chopper. Chopper. That's right. Chopper. Sick. Chopper was a golden retriever. Oh my God. <sighs> Oh my god, what a cute fucking dog. I remember the first time I saw that, and, well, I read the book first, which was fucking scary. That was a Stephen King fucking novel. That book was fucking scary, and then you watch Stand By Me, it was, like, depressing. So from that movie, so, okay, so I, Chopper, I pulled it up, balls. it's on I'm, uh, It's on dogactors.com, so it pulls up this the animal actors. So the Chopper was a golden retriever named Popeye. <laughs> who was also in the films War of the Roses and Out of Bounds. Oh, no shit. He was in War of the Roses as Benny. Michael and, Douglas and, and uh, um, uh, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Yep. And uh, and he was in uh, Great and Out of Bounds in 1986 as Barney the Dog. So. I don't think I saw Out of Bounds. Uh, in New York. So. But um, I... I Getting, I do love a spoiled dog. I fucking love seeing a spoiled dog. Especially the ones that fucking, like, need attention. Like, when you walk in and, like, people are just like, oh, you know. I say it about Eris when you first met her. I'm like, oh, she's a fucking attention whore. You know? She's going to be sitting up there. She's not going to fucking leave it. You throw her a toy. Like, I say that as the owner because I'm sitting there going, like, I don't know what type of dog person you are. Like, maybe you're going to be sitting there being like, oh, my fucking dog doesn't act like this. My dog fucking sits down proper Ooh, and fucking... No. You've met my dog. But see, that's the thing. Then when I met your dog, that's why... What was the first thing I told you when we walked in the house? Careful, she'll hit you nuts. But see, that's what I love. And you saw me. Like, when I first met your dog, I'm fucking sitting there, fucking hugging the thing. Fucking, oh, I fucking love you. Getting her all hyper, giving her zoomies. Yes, and I'm fucking sitting there. And, like, that's... Like, when you first met Eris, and that's why I was just being like, all right, you got to be careful. And I'm, like, telling you, I'm like... She don't let her jump up or whatever. And then what? The, I think the first time you met her, she fucking jumped up on your fucking stomach. And then I call her the face hugger. Yeah. The fucking she wraps her fucking paws around your fucking neck and just fucking starts on your licking your fucking face. Eris is the face hugger. Zero was Godzilla. Zero was Godzilla, and I, I have nicknames for fucking. I have to have nicknames for everything. So Eris was the alien face hugger. Mm-hmm. Or is the alien face hugger? Zero was Godzilla because, um, for years, this is before the 2014 Godzilla came out. That maybe I think like two. I told you this story, but Zero had this fucking way, and it was the weirdest thing. It was the only dog that I ever had that fucking did this. When he yawned, he would. It sound. Uh, it wasn't until I heard the trailer. Now this is the trailer for Godzilla 2014. You didn't see what Godzilla looked nope. like. They just literally did the teaser where they, I think you saw the tail and like a building destroyed. And then you heard that new roar mm-hmm. where it was like, Aah! and then it went that deep fucking roar. For years, Zero would literally sit there and anytime he wanted something, he would yawn and do that cringe fucking yawn. And then he would do that deep like, oh. And when I fucking heard that fucking trailer, I was just, I swear to God, it sounded exactly like him. And from this day forth, I swear to God, every time I fucking hear that roar, like in a Godzilla movie, that 2014 to whatever 2019 it is now, I swear to God, it's him. It's fucking him. That loud fucking pitch. But anyway, Eris is the face hugger. And I literally said to Brian, I'm like, I'm like, relax. I'm like, she's going to fucking hug your face. 
And the best part I was, you didn't give a shit. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right. So he doesn't give a shit. So now from now on, I'm like, fine, you want to go into the bathroom? You do your own shit. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. She's going to fucking jump up. Yep. You deal with her. You tell her to get down and everything like that. I still don't like the begging at the table, though. No, that's... She we, puts her paws up onto the fucking table, and she sits there, and everyone else like kind of lets it slide. Like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Because she doesn't bark or she doesn't whine. She just puts her... She gets on her hind legs, she puts her paws up, and she overlaps them. Yeah. And she just sits there, like she's part of like the dinner table. I'm like, get down. And everyone's just like, oh, but she's so cute. I'm like, I don't want my fucking dog at the fucking kitchen table while I'm eating. Yeah. No, Riley's the, the the ninja with that with food. Oh yeah, she comes out of nowhere. She she will come out of nowhere, and she's done it. She's done it to scissors actually. We were scissors came over one day. And she bought lunch. She said, I'm gonna pick up lunch. I was like, okay. So we go back to the house and. uh we're sitting there eating. We're watching. We're watching a movie, and um, fucking, she's eating a sandwich that, um, and Riley out of nowhere, fucking creeps up, and she had the sandwich down for a second, out of her hand. Riley fucking destroyed it, and I was like, that's how she does it. But she will sit there like when I'm eating or Mrs. Black. Mrs. Black's eating. She will sit right next to her and look up at her. Like she's a starving animal. Like we never feed her. Oh my! I love that. It's hilarious. But with me, it's really weird. And she always, she comes over to me. I tell her to lay down. She goes right in front of me. She lays down and puts her head down on her paws. Like, all right, I'm behaving. I'm I'm listening to you. Am I gonna get? Am I gonna get something? And then usually by the end of it, I'm like looking at it, I'm like, all right, here's like a little, like a French fry or something. I know, I fucking do the same fucking thing. I just can't. You, you can't. When she looks at you like that, you can't sometimes. And, and you know what? I do the same thing. Like, I try to be like stern with my dog. Like, mm-hmm. I try to sit there and just be like. And to, the, the thing is, when Eris starts to listen, that's when like I feel like, all right, I'm doing good as a dog owner. You know, like she's listening to me and everything like that. But then they do that fucking face where it's just like, I've been listening to you for the last like 10 minutes. I want a treat. Like, can you at least give me a little piece of what you're eating? And I could, I'm literally picturing her voice in her head going like, listen, I've been, let, let's sit down and talk for a second. I'm literally picturing her talking to me while I'm eating. Be like, listen, owner, I've been sitting down listening to you for the last 10 minutes. No, get it right. It's it's daddy. Well, yeah. Um, but I've been sitting down listening to you for 10 minutes. I haven't done anything. I haven't whined. I haven't given you my paw. I haven't put. I haven't touched you. I've just been sitting down in this spot. I'm and once again the head cranking thing, where the ears like come up and it's just like, oh, you know, like I see that you're almost finished with that meal. Like, are you? Can you please at least give me that little last bit? Like, don't the crumb. Just yeah, the just, crumb. just just give me the crumb, please. please, sir. Can I have some more? And I'm fucking sitting there, and I literally do the thing where I'm just I'm trying to be stern and be like. I'm not giving her fucking table food tonight. She fucking had some pizza crust last night. You know, I always give her the pizza crust. Give her like a piece of bread from like my sandwich or whatever. But then it's just like if I'm eating like an actual fucking like home cooked meal, I'll be like, all right, maybe she can fucking have like a piece of the chicken, which I put like fucking like spices on, you know, Italian seasoning, a little bit of garlic. I found out something interesting. We went to, uh, um, not Pet Smart, what's it, Petco. They actually, it was funny, we were talking to a lady in there, there actually is a line of food now that you can go there and buy it, but if you don't want to buy the food, 
you can actually make it for the dogs. Jesus it's Christ. regular because the girl was telling us. She's like, yeah, believe it or not, it's actually... Dogs can have certain things, and their recipes... I did see that. You can... Yep. She said literally, like... She goes, yeah. She goes, you can take... It was uh, minestrone. Ooh. Minestrone soup in a bag. And it was pretty much refrigerated. So she's like, yeah, you can take this home and heat it up in a pot. She goes, you can eat eat it too. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I said, there is no... She goes, no, read the ingredients. So I was reading the ingredients. Carrots, beef broth. I was like, oh my God. She goes, yeah. She goes, it has It sounds it. delicious. I'm like, this is fucking great. She goes, you can make it and you can eat it and you can give it to the dog. She goes, but if you go on the website, which we got home, we did. We went on the website. We looked up a lot of the recipes. And it's all shit that we would eat ourselves. We were laughing going, fuck. Fucking dog's eating better than fucking we are. Fucking, but I... I want to get, damn it! I want to start. I want to try to get Riley onto a little bit better of like instead of just giving her dog food, we, we do pu- a lot of pumpkin with her. Sometimes a raw, like we'll put raw egg in her food. Yes, that I've done um, a couple times. The pumpkin's good for them. The raw eggs are good. Um, I remember that the raw egg thing from when my grandmother was a, a breeder because she used to do it with her samoids. Well, see, so that's the thing. That's why I'm a little bit nervous. See, like, you know what Riley is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Eris is. So, like, every time I try to give her something new, her digestive system, and this was zero, too, because yeah. you saw pictures. They, right. They look almost identical. Almost identical. I still don't know what fucking type of dog I fucking You can am. find that out, actually, because, like, now. I did the DNA test, though, and the fucking doctor came in and was just like, oh, just be happy your dog's healthy. I'm just like, really? I gave you fucking 75 bucks to fucking tell me at least my dog's. Well, there's a, it's a mutt. I'm like, so you can't fucking tell me fucking... By the way, the guy was fucking... Oh, he was he was an idiot. Yeah, if you probably went to a, like a real vet. <laughs> not one of these... Not one of these... Uh... No, I went to a clinic. You know what it oh, was? Oh, clinic? I went to a clinic. And only because Zero fucking ate... Well, my fucking upstairs neighbor, fucking Jeffrey. The fucking guy that used to throw fireworks at me and everything like that. I mean, he was cooking on the grill one night. He'd cook a T-bone steak with the fucking bone and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, he grew up with, like, fucking massive fucking dogs where you could throw the bone to them and they would just chew it. Yeah. You know. No. Zero fucking ate the... Cracked apart the bone and ate it. Yeah. And I literally told him... I remember the day I was just like... He was like, can I give your dog the bone? I was like, no. I'm like, he, he is a fucking nutcase. I'm like, he will eat that entire bone. No, he won't. I grew up around dogs my entire life. No, you didn't. You grew up around a certain dog. The only bones you can't give dogs... Because I've grown up around three different breeds now. The only do- the only bones you can't give dogs is chicken bones. Well, zero fucking this T-bone fucking steak mm-hmm. devoured it. And I didn't know it, though. Like, we were sitting, like, we had the barbecue outside. Yeah. And then I noticed the last part. And it was the fucking top of the T. I'm just like, Jeff, I'm like, what- what's zero fucking eating? Oh, you told me not, but don't worry, he's fine. I'm like, dude, the fucking half the bone's gone. And then he did the thing where he was like, kind of like drunk. And he was just like, really? He ate the fucking bone? I'm like, I fucking told you that he was going to eat the fucking bone. Three days later, mm-hmm. no shitting mm. from zero at all. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucked up. My dog hasn't shit in fucking three days. It needs to go to the clinic. Went, got the x-rays. I still have the x-rays inside the house. You literally see the bone. And his digestion fucking, like, right in his ass. Yeah. Blocking all the fucking shit and everything like that. I'm like, that's what I did. Doctor's like, this is why he couldn't shit. Yeah. Had to go in fucking with the fingers. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, sorry, Zero. Oh, my God. 
so. fucking fingers up the ass. But the thing was, is that the doctor sat there, and the reason why I got the DNA test mm-hmm. was because he convinced me. He was just like, well, you need to know what type of dog you have. He's like, we can do the DNA test here. He's like, for an extra 75 bucks, he's like, we'll take the blood and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fucking week later, go back. Bring the dog for the checkup. Just make sure the mm-hmm. asshole's fine and everything like that. Because you just make sure, make sure the doctor didn't like rip anything. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there, and the doctor comes in, and he literally he's like, "Oh, so we did the DNA test, and he's like, there are certain breeds in here." He goes, "But it's it's weird to pinpoint because of the type of dog it is." And I'm just like, "All right, so what's your fucking clinical fucking? Th- what do I have?" Well, just be happy that the dog's healthy. So I literally paid $75 for you to fucking tell me at least I have a healthy dog. You know what? I walked out of there. I was like, you know what? Zero was like looking at me and just be like, I told you not to fucking come here. I told you not to come here. You made me sing Moon River, fucker. I I could have fucking passed it. If you gave me another 24 hours, I probably could have passed those bones. But no, you got to bring me here on the fucking third night. Someone had to stick their fingers up my ass. And that's the reason why I've been pissed off at you for the last week. But, uh. Yeah, because that's how we found out, actually. Uh, we had to actually put the uh, family dog to sleep last night, yesterday. Um, and I do apologize about that. That so, is a very fucking hard thing. Yeah, to he, was, uh, he was a good dog. He was uh, half lab, half pit. And I have fucking stories about him. I could tell, I mean, people would laugh. He was a smart dog. Um, oh, I do love the smart dog. He was a big fucking so. blockhead. But he was like, he thought he was a fucking forty, a, a fucking twenty pound lap dog, and he was fucking like seventy five pounds. Well, that's like Riley yeah. too. Riley's yeah. Oh like yeah, that. she's sixty five pounds, and she thinks she can fucking be right on top of you. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, speaking of getting it in the ass somehow, uh, you actually got a new vehicle and had to go through torture for it on oh Saturday. Oh my god, fucking six so. hours. Yeah, I did talk about that fucking last mm-hmm. podcast. Oh my god! But it is a nice ride. It is. I, so, I, I actually, I'm, I'm growing. A, the only thing that I still can't fucking get used to is automatic. Is the automatic? It takes I can't. Some time. I, I swear to God, this morning, this morning alone, I once again, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're fucking all groggy, and I'm not one of these people that like wakes up like three hours before they have to go to work and fucking like sits there and reads the paper and like makes like eggs benedict or like makes like a bagel or whatever and like sits there and like relaxes. I'm wrong with like benedict in the morning. Well, but you know what the fuck? (laughs) Takes three hours to prepare that hollandaise sauce. Come on. But the thing is like, you know, I I think I'm mostly like everyone else, like where you wake up and then maybe hit the snooze and then like fucking, then you wake up again just like, fuck, I slept way too much longer and you're rushing around you're in the shower fucking scrubbing your ass, scrubbing your balls. Or scrubbing, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't want to say you scrub it with females. I mean, we're both guys right now, so I can't fucking say that what girls scrub because we might get shit for it, and then the podcast might be done. I'm not getting hashtag for that shit. So, but um, yeah. So you had uh, you went with Gramps, and Gramps's biggest complaint, as you were telling me, was what? Oh yeah, that's right. All right, so I brought Gramps only because he's old school haggler. He's an old fucking school haggler where you need to have this guy when you're buying. He's just that guy. He's that fucking... Like, you don't want to bring him. You don't want to fucking bring him. And I'm not just talking about Gramps. I'm talking, Like, it could be anybody. It could be a fucking friend of the family. That's my mom. My yeah. mom's the same way. But it, could, it doesn't have to be a family member. You could literally bring, like, a complete fucking, like, friend that, like... 
I don't know, like an old, like your your father's friend or whatever. You could call him like Uncle Johnny, and be like, oh yeah, this is my Uncle Johnny. He's not really related to you, but you know he could fucking haggle the fucking price down. Like, yeah, this is my Uncle Johnny. He wants to make sure I'm not getting fucked over. What did he do for a living? He was a car salesman for 35 years and he retired. <laughs> But the thing was, like, I had a, you know what? Number one, Gramps did have to come with me, no matter what. But the best, I was so happy that he fucking came with me because we fucking went in. We had a fucking game plan. I mean, I do miss the Wrangler. I really fucking do. I really do. And like I said, with the clutch, with the stick, I was in the fucking car this morning getting, I was still sleepy. And I'm sitting there, I'm trying to start the car. And I have, now it's the push button. I'm fucking sitting there. I'm like starting it, but yet my left foot is still is still trying to hit that clutch. Still trying to hit the clutch because that's the only way you could start a fucking yeah. cigar pushing in the clutch. Yep. So I'm sitting there and I literally did the clutch thing. Break. So I'm pushing in the button instead of doing the stick thing. I'm now hitting the button and I'm trying to find the clutch. And it took me like I, at least six seconds. I'm just like Richie, it's fucking Richie. So, you're in the modern world now. You got an automatic. Yeah, like fucking t- stop. Like I'm trying to look at my foot. Like, while I'm in the fucking driver's seat, I'm looking at my foot, telling it to stop. There's there's something missing here. I only got two pedals instead of three. It's like my fucking foot was like a separate entity from my body, and it's still trying to... And I'm going, stop looking for it's the like, clutch. It's like idle hands. Yes. I'm like, stop. Yes, I love that movie, by the way. I fucking love that movie, by the way. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, looking at my foot. I'm like, stop looking for the clutch. Stop. And then, finally, I was just like, all right, all you're going to do now is just go from P... To D. Yep. I'm just going, all right. Or no, I'm sorry, P to R. Right. Good. Reverse. R yeah. And then the D. And then the D. Yep. So, anyway. So, what was Grandpa's biggest complaint about the dealership? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So, we're sitting there now. Uh, we got there around 11 o'clock. Now, my gramps, I'm sure with every other grandparent, whether it's grandma, grandpa, especially my grandmother, you, you definitely have your parents and your grandparents. I mean, breakfast is what? It's like 7 a.m. to 9. Right? They gotta fucking eat. And then lunch is pretty much 11 to like 1. Yeah. So we got there at 11. We were there for six hours. Six hours. And the first thing when we walk in, I, I'm noticing, you know, my grandfather, he did, you know, they have the coffee, the pot, and everything sitting there. Which, by the way, they could have had a better representation of the fucking coffee area. It literally just looked like it was like a a regular mechanic shop like it was just like a fucking dirty fucking like pot i'm I'm going tomorrow actually see if your wrangler's out on the lot so (laughs) Uh, hey can i get a price on that lifted wrangler all black and uh i'm sorry mr o'connell the engine doesn't start can i see it not start no 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 but you can go sit down and wait and then we'll try to sell you a new car all right that's what i'll do but um so he's sitting there and so i think maybe it was like the fourth hour we were there and now we're sitting there and we're haggling. And we're going, the guy's getting up. He's going back to the manager, coming back. Don't leave. I know everything's going to be fine. Me and my grandfather are coming up with things. My grandfather's whispering in, being like, when he comes back, fucking do this. When he comes back, say this. And then I'm sitting there going, all right, well, I'm going to say this. And then you're going to say that. And we're fucking sitting there. We're playing the fucking cards as best we could. And then out of nowhere, you got to picture this. We're sitting there. I think we were by ourselves for a good, like, 25 minutes. My grandfather's on the left of me. I'm sitting on the right. And he just looks over and he... And I'm thinking he's going to tell me some new strategy. Like he's leaning down. He's doing that grandpa thing where he's like leaning down. He's like, come here, come here. And I'm like, all right, he's got something new he wants to tell me. Like something new I don't know about fucking buying a new car, anything like that. He's going to tell me some fucking 
old age fucking secret about buying a fucking some car. Muscle. Yeah, some fucking thing that no one's ever heard about before. This guy's fucking owned like fucking 60 cars in his fucking life. He's gonna he's about to fucking tell me something. He, I lean in and he goes, you know, I've been to other dealerships with my Cadillac. And he goes, they always got a nice spread. I'm like, what? And I'm looking at him. I go, what the fuck did you just say? He goes, you know, I bring in my car for an oil change. I bring in my car for an oil change. He goes, I went to, and I had to bring the one, the, I had to bring the caddy the one time to another dealership. He goes, they had bagels, they had croissants, they had muffins. And I'm literally sitting there. I'm going, wait, you're, he's going way off the fucking rails right now. He's fucking hungry. He's fucking, he, we missed lunch. Mm-hmm. And now he's, he's still into the haggling about the fucking helping me out, getting a good deal on the fucking car. But now he's hungry, so he's including that. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. And he's going, yeah. And then the one Cadillac, one Cadillac dealership I went to, they had cold cuts out with different fucking breads and all this other. He goes, look at this place. Nothing. He goes, I tried to get a fucking drink of water before. He goes, the fucking, the, the, the tank was empty. I'm like, really? I'm like, this is, I'm like, what about the car? And he goes, no, 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 we work on the car. He goes, but aren't you hungry? I'm like, Gramps, I'm like, I'm fu- my stomach is so twisted right now. I can't fucking think about eating. I just want my Wrangler back. That's all I want. I don't believe these motherfuckers that my fucking car is dead. I think they're holding it hostage, hoping that I'm going to buy a fucking new car today because they they want my fucking Wrangler. They told me for the last year that they wanted this. I got messages on my fucking phone saying, oh, your car is one of a kind, you know, lift kit, fucking custom interior, everything like that. I think they're fucking holding he quiets down, looks back over to me, he goes, but even if they just had bagels, even if they just had bagels, even if they just had bagels, you know, I wouldn't mind just butter. You know, they don't need to have like vegetable cream cheese or just butter, just fucking, just something. I'm going, oh my God. And I literally sat there for a second and I was just like, and I turned back over and I just stared into space and I was just like, oh my God, my grandfather's losing his energy. Like, this might be making him stupid. I don't want this guy to come back. Like, maybe my grandfather's going to fuck up on the haggling now because he's fucking hungry. Maybe the guy's going to come back and be like, all right, we can do this. My grandfather's just going to sit there and be like, all right, Richie, I think you should take that deal because I just need to get to a diner right now to fucking eat something. And get a bagel in me. So I'm fucking sitting there and I'm just like, should I order fucking food? Because we've been here for four hours. No, don't forget, we were there for a full six, six and a half. I'm literally sitting there contemplating. I'm like, I got DoorDash, you know, like, fucking, I can order something, they'll bring it in here, like, maybe the guy will be a little bit confused and be like, oh, do you work here? I'll be like, no, I'm a fucking customer, but my grandfather's fucking hungry, you know, they don't have a good spread over here, they don't have cold cuts, and I'll be sitting there talking to the DoorDash guy, I'll be like, all right, dude, can I just go down, do you got food? I'll just be like, all right, but they, they don't have cold cuts, and they don't have bread, and no bagels. No, everything the Cadillac dealerships yeah. have had. Maybe they, have they should have waited and got a caddy. Oh, and then what did he say too? He's like, even he was like, even the cheapest places have popcorn machines. That is true. Hot dogs and fucking all yeah. something. Nothing. There was nothing there. It That's was like the two. Like I don't. Know, I haven't been into the new Lester Glen dealership for anything on Thirty Seven, but their old Dodge dealership, Jeep Dodge place. You used to walk in there, and they had like bagels, muffins. They even had a fucking vending machine with snacks. So I've never coffee. seen me. I've never seen that before because yeah. I've only, I've literally only bought two fucking cars. I bought the Volkswagen, which I fucking miss too because that thing was a fucking little fucking bitch beast. Um, but I, every time I shop for a fucking car, I was always in and out. Oh yeah, it was just like I knew what I wanted. 
I don't no, the last the last two cars I bought the only the, actually let me phrase that the last truck I bought we walked in thirty minutes before they closed. <laughs> I test drove two two of the trucks they had. The guy was oh I like, love that test drive shit. The guy was like, all right, so we test drove the first pickup truck, and it was uh it was a 2017 Silverado. And I liked it. It was white, black on white. So the vehicle was all white. It had black striping on it. It was a dealer vehicle. So it was, because that was the new year, the body style in 2017 for the Silverados. They changed it. And that was the vehicle when they were demoing it to the, all the dealerships to show people what the new body style was. That was the dealer vehicle. So the guy's like, we can make you a deal on this. My mom immediately was like, all right, but I want to see, and I was eyeing up the Colorado. And the specific one I was eyeing up was the one in the showroom. It was all black, on black, but it was a, di- it was a turbo diesel. Ooh. I, and you I know was what? like. I do like the turbo diesels. Mm-hmm. So the guy was like, well, you know, I'll let you test drive the one we have outside. If you like it, he goes, then... We'll write the numbers up for that one. And it was like a difference in price of like 15 grand. So the guy was like, my mom's like, and I, she goes, I know you can do better. And the guy looked at her and she was like, what? She goes, yeah, that's just a, that's a suggested price. And he goes, how do you, what do you mean? He goes, suggested price. She goes, it's a suggested price. That's what's on there. The suggested price of the vehicle. And we... But I went to get in the one outside, and it was like driving in a freaking matchbox. <laughs> the guy I was with was we, me and him were about the same height. We were both about six four. Um, you are a tall motherfucker. Yeah, and we both are big. We're big guys. Like you know, I have a twenty. I have like a twenty-two inch shul- uh, shoulder span. And we were like fucking, we both got in there because of course he had to get in the passenger. All we were doing was driving around the building. I got in the driver's seat, bumped fucking elbows with him. And I'm like, close the door. I'm like, I feel like a fucking sardine. He goes, yeah. He goes, I figured you wouldn't like this. He goes, I even had like, was having problems getting it over here out of the spot. I'm like, why? He goes, because it's not really roomy. And he's like, listen, you can drive the Silverado home if you like it. You know, oh, I back love in that. the morning. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh. He goes, if you, and I, at the time, it was right, it was two months after my accident where I totaled my Tundra, and basically everybody told me I should have I died in that fucking accident um, because of how bad it was. But um, I was still really nervous about driving in general. And I turned around, and I got in the, in the Silverado, and the guy was showing, he showed me everything before I left. He's like, here's the OnStar button. It's active now. He goes, if you have any problems, push the OnStar button. If you get nervous, he was like, push the OnStar button and just say dealership. He goes, and it will call us. They had that number already programmed into the into the truck. So I was like, okay. So the guy ho- even hooked my phone up for me to the Bluetooth. He was like, I'll hook it up for you. So this way, everything's set. And my mom followed me when we left. She's like, I'll follow you home. She goes, if you start feeling nervous, he goes, if you start feeling nervous, he goes, by the time you get to the quick check up the street, and I was in Lakewood at the dealerships. 
So I drove. My, we got up there. My mom was on the phone with me the whole time. She goes, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm okay. Not nervous. Everything's cool. There's no traffic on the road. So we, she's like, drive a little further. I'm like, all right. So I drove up past the fucking baseball stadium. And she's like, you okay? I said, I'm fine. She goes, all right. So she goes, you get nervous or anything? She goes, call me. I'm going to head home. I'm like, all right. So she turned. She took the next street, started driving home. I fucking drove all the way home. I had no fucking issues. I was like fucking comfortable the entire time. But unfortunately, events happened that I had to sacrifice it. So um, now paying fucking that $10,000 bill off from that lease. It's fucking so, crazy. But yeah, no, vehicles... <clears throat> Vehicles are fucking crazy with shit, um, and how they broke you in. You can haggle them down if you know. Oh, the right and, shit to and, that, and that's the thing, though. We yeah. did. I actually left the dealership after with Gramps, and then, you know what? I, I'm not ashamed of that at all. Like I said, it could be a fucking stranger, mm-hmm. you know, too, that you fucking bring in and just like, all right, you need to fucking help me out, because you know what? With haggling is, I get, I don't have, like, I have a lot of patience. You know me. I have a lot of fucking patience with dealing with shit. But with haggling, like, I literally get to the point where I'm just like, all right, fucking life is definitely worth more than fucking sitting here for fucking almost a full fucking work day. Mm-hmm. Just give me the fucking car and let me be on my way. That's why I had to bring Gramps because he's, he's the same way, but when it comes to haggling, he fucking loves it. He'll sit there for fucking 12 hours and just be like, yeah, I put in some overtime, but at least I got what I fucking mm-hmm. wanted. And then we're sitting there leaving, and I love to fucking look on his face because he was just like, ah, we did a good job. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking tired of sitting around fucking doing nothing, just telling this idiot that I'm fucking, t- like, no, I don't want that. I t- fucking give me something. I can just drive off the lot. Mm-hmm. And you got him calming me down, being like, no, no, no. You got to, no, relax. No, you got to fucking tell you gotta me. You got to play the game. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I just want to fuck, I, I miss, I want my Wrangler. I want my, you're not getting your Wrangler back. You're not getting it back. You're not getting, and he's sitting there trying to like mm-hmm. convince me. It's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You brought me here. Fucking just let's do this and then let's leave. Yep. But it worked out. Fucking we haggled it and it, it was a good day. I literally, I was driving home and I was just like, you know what? I do it's a nice, but it's a nice vehicle. It's a very nice vehicle. It's, you know, it's not a fucking like ma a soccer mom mobile or a fucking dad mobile. No, it's very nice. You know, it's it's one of those vehicles that's it's stylish, and it's fucking. You got compliments that Saturday night. Oh yeah, you know, and you know we we basically convinced the guy to go buy one. <laughs> so yeah, he they- wanted a Camaro and. He, he was about, he was probably, I want to say he was about six seven. He was at least three inches taller than me. Oh, yeah. Know? And I told him, I said, nope, you're not going to want it. He said, why? He said, uh, I, my grandfather had a Camaro, and the eyeline, when you, you you have to throw the convertible roof back, if you're taller than friggin' like 5'10 to 6 foot, you're fucked. Because once you hit that extra four inches over six, you can't see through the window, and you have to pretty much either drive with the seat all the all way laid back. back, or the convertible top down. When you put the convertible top down, forget about it. You can't fucking see. I tried to back his car out one day, and I was like, how the fuck do you drive this? And he's the same, he's as tall as I am. And I'm like, he goes, oh, I just got to like, I put the seat all the way to the you floor. You got to do work to yeah, back Yeah, it's out. like, you got you to gotta do this, do this. And I'm like, fuck that. So, but yeah, um... 
But I actually did get something today about we actually are on another platform. Um, thanks to Anchor. So Oh, Anchor. Um, there we go. Yeah, so our new our new host, which is working out very well so far. Um who we like. Very much. Yeah. Um, Especially with the ease of the options, like how to fucking do everything. Yeah. So, um, fuck is my email go? There it is. Um, yeah, so now we're also on Radio Public. So, everybody who's listening to us on Radio Public, thank you for listening. So, and everywhere else, Spotify and all the other great places that we're on. Um, and uh, I actually you- got an email from Pandora. Really? Yeah. Because I think we, I, I, did we ever try putting our mm-hmm. shit on there? I think maybe I did on one night. I tried putting it on there, but it was just, it seemed like, I, you know what? It, it seemed a little bit complicated because I got to put in like all this other information. And I was just like, fuck it. We're already on like all this other shit. But I literally got an email from fucking Pandora saying like, oh, use your podcast with us, whatever the fuck it is. So we'll, we'll try that too. Yeah, we're, we're branching out and expanding. Um, we do have stuff working on the down the pipe. Um, and I, I actually was waiting for this because I wanted to see your reaction. Mm-hmm. I actually started writing material. So there we like go. A set, like I actually started writing like a set, a set list. Like I actually sat there and I was because I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. I've never. I mean, I had like a, like when I was in the band and everything like that. Like a set. Now do you list. have a definite date yet? Not a definite date yet. Not a definite, definite ballparking. I want to say the last weekend in October. Yeah, uh, but but. There's, I just, I need to, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm writing the set out. And then, like, I looked up, like, I, I mean, I've never done that before. Like, where I actually had a, I mean, because I thought, like, it was going to be like this. Okay, but then I started watching, like, YouTube videos, like, with even, like, comedians that are, like, fucking, like, amateurs and, like, everything like that. Like, I, I started to realize they don't just get up on stage and wink it. Like, they fucking, like, write shit out. And, and memorize it. Memorize mm-hmm. it. And I've never, like, me, I've always just been like, well, I'm just going to wait. I mean, you've heard the stories from comedians on, on other uh, other platforms. They talk about doing, like, you know, even Bill Burr and, and Mark Marin and all those guys and Jim Norton. They all go to, like, Caroline's and do a set yeah. before they do their, like, their, their specials or their recordings. Even Joe Rogan does it. He goes to the Laugh Factory in, in L.A. a lot. And see, that's so, the problem, though. There's none of that shit down here. No, but, you, but we're... You had to realize too. We're also we're centralized, so we're in a good location. We have Philadelphia within an hour and New York within an hour, so it's not that bad. We we do have the areas and short distance, where it's not like we're in fucking like bumfuck like Virginia, and we got to drive like four and a half hours to go do fucking like the fucking haha house and. You know, Scranton. And the thing that I loved the most, though, that you said the other night is when I, like, brought up the idea where I was actually thinking about doing it. And you said that you were going to be sitting there heckling me. Mm-hmm. I actually watched videos to where, like, pe- people were actually saying, like, yeah, have your friends, like, when you first start out, come out and, you like, don't be an asshole. But work it out with those people in the crowd. Like, I'm where be a complete asshole. But, well, you know what I mean. Like, do the heckling at certain points because it'll teach you to deal with like the real people. Like, you. So it doesn't derail you off what you're doing. Exactly. Like, it, and I, I didn't realize like how much shit like actually went. And I have to give every comedian that I follow 
every one that I fucking love and sit there and watch every fucking night before I go to sleep and just laugh my ass off, I'm not realizing that they actually fucking did something sort of like that. You know, like they fucking did something where they had to like plan shit and be like, listen, dude, I need you to come and listen to my set. Okay, even if it's fucking seven minutes, just while I'm saying this one, like the one guy was like telling me, he's like, bring up like a fucking like current event to where like you know someone in the audience will be like, you can't fucking talk about that. And they come up with a joke about that heckle. Be like, oh yeah, this fucking guy's in the audience right now fucking yelling at me for fucking this event that's fucking... Am I giving away trade secrets? I don't know. It's no, just like, probably not. This is like Joe. I think everybody fucking knows it, so... I mean, it's on YouTube, so I'm not really fucking yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's already... It's but, not like the fucking masked magician who fucking... This is how they do that trick with the glass. And Job in Arrested Development. You never seen Arrested Development, have you? No, I haven't. Oh my god, you got to watch. It's fucking great. But anyway, it's one of my Netflix Q series. That but I the have. thing is, like, I was sitting there, I was just like, oh my god, like fucking, like that's a great idea. Like, I, but the thing was, though, I also have the arrogance, and I will say it, I will have the arrogance to where I've been in a band and I played in front of large groups of people where people didn't like a song that I fucking wrote mm -hmm. or didn't like the lyrics and were just like, oh, that song sucked or fucking you sound like this and you sound like that. And I just went on fucking playing. Yeah. So do I have the experience already to deal with the heckler? Deal with assholes? Absolutely. I mean, and that's like what I'm thinking. Like, like all I'm doing instead of playing an instrument and singing the songs that I wrote and fucking like the notes and everything like that, all I'm doing now is just fucking talking. Just trying to what make I'm, people laugh. But what I'm doing now, and then this is the other part I thought of, before I even started playing, I used to make people laugh while other people were getting ready to fucking play. Mm -hmm. Just sitting there being like, eh, yeah, fucking he's over here. He didn't string his fucking guitar fucking right. So now we got to sit here for 15 minutes and, hey, do you want to fucking... Just stupid fucking corny jokes. I wasn't trying. But, you know, like, sitting there and the people would fucking laugh. So nope. I'm thinking, like, do I already... Can I fucking do it? So I'm, yeah. I'm going to try it. And uh, you're definitely going to fucking be there. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. As long as it's not the weekend I get married. Definitely definitely not the weekend getting married. So. But, um... But, yeah, you can, uh, you can reach out to us at the PowerlineKidsPodcast.com. Um, drop us a line. And uh, join the army. Definitely. That's yeah. what we've decided to call this this thing. It's anybody who reaches out to us, it's like you're joining joining an army. So the more people you tell, the more people that listen. Um, Although I was, I don't mean to cut you off. I was thinking about that. CKY did a fuck. And see, I always have to do this because I'm a fucking gentleman. I always have to think about fucking other people. I don't know why. You got to stop me from doing this. But uh, CKY did a thing where they had the CKY army. Oh, everybody had. Kiss Army. Yeah, the fucking, Kiss Army and everything like that. You know. I, I think we need to, like, the, the Powerline Kids core, or that's the loudest fucking cricket I've Jesus ever fucking heard. I think a cricket right now, I don't know if you guys heard that, but a cricket just literally just sounded like it was being raped right now. Um, that was the loudest like some, cricket. I, like some little kid was outside pulling its fucking I hope, legs off. I hope that microphone picked that fucking up. Oh, that'd be great. Um so. But I don't know, like the Powerline Kids podcast core, or I don't know, fucking something that has to do that with some kind of gay though. But uh, actually, yeah, it kind of does. So. I mean, not that there's anything wrong. Maybe with the that. Green Lantern core, <laughs> Blackest Night. <laughs> but the Powerline Kids podcast core, go! But um, I don't know. Uh, the one other thing that I do want to say, we're an hour and twenty six minutes in. The, Power, uh, the Powerline podcast mutants. Hey, I do like that. Powerline Kids Podcast Mutants. Oh, that's long. Okay. Well, maybe we could abbreviate, like make like a, like just the letters. Like PK, 
Uh, uh, the Sloppy Sunday Squad did that. That yeah. PKY, whatever the yeah, fuck it is. P- power, uh, PLKP. PL, yeah, PLKP. PLKP Mutants. But um, uh, one thing I do want to do, and even though he's a fucking asshole from the last text message I got, and I know you fucking listen to this, Fungul. Um, today is October 1st. Uh, Fungul is the one that uh, I will explain the story again. And I will do this. Yes, I will. Um, he came to me one day with the script or uh, starting of a script. He wanted to make a movie called The Power Line Kids. Me and him both loved fucking movies, or we both still do love movies. And he came to me and was just like, we need to make a movie called The Power Line Kids. It was about growing up underneath the power line kids, underneath the power lines, and like the shit that happens. And then he's very big into horror, science fiction, like what happens. And I asked him one day, I'm just like, that's a fucking really great name that you came up with years ago. I want to start a podcast, but I need something with the hook. I need something with the fucking hook. I'm like, can I use your idea, which I'm giving him credit for, giving him credit for. Uh, he's, I, I was like, I would like to be it to be the Powerline Kids podcast. I said, I would love for you to be on it and all the other friends. And this is something we could do together as a fucking collective we could switch off, and this person will do this one week, and it's just like me and Mr. Black do. This person, do, and Mr. Black is a power line fucking kid. Even though he didn't grow up next to us, he is fucking a power line kid. And that's the thing that I wanted to do with this podcast, was to fucking get people together and not actually, yeah, necessarily city people, like yeah. people that are fucking. I mean, not necessarily like urban, just power lines are just constantly like you walk out of the house, you fucking see them there, and that's where they are. You're not, you don't live in the fucking woods, you don't live fucking down at the shore to where fucking like, oh, okay, it's just on this one stretch of road, and then you don't fucking see shit. The yeah, pine, like in my area where they're fucking buried. The pine barrens. Oh, I'm a piney. I'm a, fuck you. I had to get that out. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's the funny thing, and, and that, I'm glad you said that because that's the one thing I do like about Mrs. Black. She doesn't consider herself a piney, you know, and she's fucking, but I also joke with her and say she's not really from Jersey, so I'm constantly torturing her with that, saying that she, uh, since she did spend time in Florida, she's not actually from Jersey, but, uh... She's got that old scent Yeah, to her. she's, she's, uh, you know, but... She's a fucking, she's quick as a whip and sharp as a tack, so. But that's why, and uh, getting back, Fungul, Fungul, uh, F-U-N-G-H-O-U-L. He's got his own YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram. Um, He's coming out with his first debut album on Halloween, um, which me and Mr. Black, I hope, um, I I don't know, actually, I think that might be... I think it might be on a Wednesday. I think we might. That's a Wednesday, yeah. I think we might be able to go up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing his debut. I'll drive. Absolutely. Um, he's doing his debut album. Uh, I think from the last time I heard it, I think eighteen fucking songs. Um. All right, we were just. That's it. It's the start. That's the alarm of the zombie apocalypse. This fucking cricket is definitely getting fucking ass raped. I don't. I really hope it gets fucking picked up. But anyway, uh, Fungul, um, wish you the best of luck. Uh, October first, we got thirty days until the night. 
Um, so congratulations. He definitely completed it. I heard the demo version of it. it. Sounds fucking great. It sounds absolutely amazing. And I'm saying this to you, asshole. Yeah, sounds great. But the fucking text you fucking sent me, he thinks I fucking stole the fucking, like, Powerline kids from him and everything like that. I, I, I asked his permission. I, I literally said, can I use it? I mean, he came up with the fucking idea, and I was just like, all right. I'm like, well, I got to buy the fucking website and everything like that. And he sent shit to me like, oh, well, you stole my idea. You didn't have a fucking idea to do a podcast. You had a fucking idea for a movie. Still make the movie, still dude. make the movie. Still. You can come on the power. It's a double fucking promotion. Yeah. Double promotion. Promote the album and promote the movie. And the podcast all at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, fucking help a brother out. What the fuck? But I, I know you're going to get offended by that, but what the fuck? You've known me since kindergarten, so fuck you. All right, so everyone... I haven't met you yet, but you'll probably fucking... I'll uh, probably have you fucking laughing your ass off. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, we have no emails. No emails this week. Nothing that we thought that was good to fucking read. Miss um, Smiles fucking read the fucking one on uh, Sunday night. Fucking... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, so uh, hit us up at the website. Drop us a line. PowerlineKidsPodcast.com um, And that's pretty much it for me. That's pretty much it for me. So this is the Powerline Kids Podcast. This is Richie O. Brian Black. And we are out. Peace. Late.